Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. The Nazis came to power on January 30th, 1933. Two days after Hitler was installed as chancellor, a German pastor named Dietrich Bonhoeffer delivered a radio address in which he attacked Hitler and warned Germany against slipping into the idolatrous cult of the Fuhrer. Despite being cut off the air mid-sentence, he remained a vocal and fearless opponent of the regime. In 1943, Dietrich Bonhoeffer raised the first voice for church resistance to Hitler's per persecution of the Jews, declaring that the church must not simply, quote, bandage the victims under the wheel, but jam the spoke in the wheel itself. In April, he was arrested by the Gestapo accused of being associated with the plot to assassinate Hitler, he was summarily tried and executed on April 9, 1945. In Germany today, anyone displaying any sign of affiliation with the Nazis is immediately arrested. Here in the States, Nazis have come out from under rocks, emboldened by this administration. The world is spinning off its axis. Irish poet William Butler Yeats wrote in part, things fall apart, the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world, the blood-dimmed tide is loosed, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned, the best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. As the Founding Fathers debated our Constitution, they knew from history that tyranny is evil, but democracy is fragile. Plato taught that demagogues exploit free speech to install themselves as tyrants. Aristotle warned that inequality brings instability. Timothy Snyder, a history professor at Yale and a member of the Committee on Conscience at the Holocaust Museum, writes, the European history of the 20th century shows us that ethics can collapse, societies can break, and ordinary men can find themselves standing over death pits with guns in their hands. It would serve us well today to understand why. In his newest book, On Tyranny, Timothy Snyder proceeds to lay out 20 lessons on tyranny. Each of them could have been lifted from Dietrich Bonhoeffer's life. They are, do not obey in advance, defend institutions, 
Beware the one-party state. Take responsibility for the face of the world. Remember professional ethics. Be wary of paramilitaries. Be reflective if you must be armed. Stand out. Be kind to our language. Believe in truth. Investigate. Make eye contact and small talk. Practice corporeal politics. Establish a private life. Contribute to good causes. Learn from peers in other countries. Listen for dangerous words. Be calm when the unthinkable arrives. Be a patriot. Be as courageous as you can. I could choose any of these, all of them, to speak about with you. This morning, though, as I reflect on Dietrich Bonhoeffer's defiant resistance and courageous heroism to the, in the Nazi dictatorship, there are two that stand out as being especially relevant in our being together. And the first is stand out. It's easy to follow. It's easy to be swept along paying no attention as we go over the falls. I always remember an article about physician and author Mark Vonnegut. After he was hospitalized with psychosis, it came out that he had been living in the garden shed. And when his wife was asked about this, how could this possibly have happened, she responded, it was incremental. The point is that we need to remember what's normal and what's just not normal. Remember Rosa Parks sitting down, breaking the spell. We need to break the spell of the status quo, stand out, speak up, and invite others to join us. In the 1930s, there were certainly righteous resistance to Hitler, Dietrich Bonhoeffer being a prime example, but the dominant attitude was accommodation and even admiration. Timothy Snyder writes, it is those who were considered exceptional, eccentric, or even insane in their own time, those who did not change when the world around them did, whom we remember and admire today. Arlington Street is already countercultural. Our mission to gather in love and service for justice and peace is getting more countercultural every day. We're going to have to decide for ourselves what standing out looks like. It starts with our commitment to prophetic hospitality, not just radical hospitality but prophetic hospitality. This means smiling and saying hello. It means going out of our way to include those on the margin, include them in the center of our lives. We practice it here, and we take it out into the world. I'm going to segue from stand out to make eye contact and small talk. And then after a moment, I'll return to stand out. 
So the thing about making eye contact and small talk is that it's not just that it's polite. Timothy Snyder writes, it is part of being a citizen and a responsible member of society. It is also a way to stay in touch with your surroundings, break down social barriers, and understand whom you should and should not trust. All victims of tyrannical regimes everywhere, those living in fear of repression and worse, remember how their neighbors treated them. A smile, a greeting, a handshake. Normally, commonplace gestures take on weighted significance. When so-called friends, colleagues, and acquaintances look away or cross the street to avoid contact, fear grows. So we might not be sure today or tomorrow who feels threatened in the United States, but if we affirm everyone, we can be sure that they will feel better. We will feel better. Timothy Snyder says, in the most dangerous of times, those who escape and survive generally know people whom they can trust. Let's be those people. Back to standing out. When the first travel ban was announced in January, 20,000 of us poured in the streets to stand up for one of America's most cherished promises, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all people. My favorite sign that day in Copley Square was held high by a teenager with green hair. A takeoff on Pastor Martin Niemöller's first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. The sign said, first they came for the Muslims, and we said, not today, expletives deleted. Something I've noticed is that the people who are standing out never think that what they're doing is exceptional. Over and over you hear everyday heroes, these people who are in the right place at the right time saying, I just did what anyone else would have done. But we know that's not true. Lots of people look on or look away. But we want it to be true, and we can do our part to make it true. This story is told by Rabbi Larry Kushner by his rabbinic student, Shifra Penzios, about her great aunt, Sussi. This is a story about standing out. A light snow was falling on the crowded streets of Munich in Nazi Germany. Sussi was riding a city bus home from work when SS stormtroopers boarded the bus and demanded identification papers of all the passengers. Most were annoyed, but a few were terrified. Jews were being told to get off the bus and get into a truck around the corner. Sussie watched from her seat in the back of the bus as the soldiers systematically worked their way down the aisle. She began to tremble, tears streaming down her face. And when the gentleman next to her noticed, he politely asked her what was wrong. 
I don't have the papers you have, she said. I'm a Jew. They're going to take me. The man exploded. What, he roared. He cursed her and began to yell. You stupid woman, he screamed. What's the matter with you? The SS men hurried to the back of the bus to ask what all the commotion was about. Damn her, said the man. My stupid, stupid wife has forgotten her papers again. I'm fed up. She always does this. The soldiers laughed and moved on. Sussy never saw the man again. She never even learned his name. Stand up. Beloved spiritual companions, let us honor the memory of Dietrich Bonhoeffer with our lives. We are called to courage, resistance, and everyday heroism. May we live with conviction and passionate intensity. Stand out, speak up, practice prophetic hospitality here, and take it out into the world. Let us look one another in the eye. May we be trustworthy and defiant. Let's be those people. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.